I am glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. I say it one more time. I'm glad to be here. Amen. God has been good to me. God has been so, so good to me. It's a, you are looking at a miracle. Hallelujah. And I thank God every day. Don't, don't think I don't thank him. I just want to give God the praise right now. I just want to give God some glory because if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be here tonight. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be in your right mind tonight. If it wasn't for God. Somebody ought to say, but God. Hallelujah. I love God. I could just sit here and just talk about the goodness of God all night long. How God been so good to me. How he kept me. When the enemy tried to kill me, God just kept me. I could just glorify God. And I believe that when we glorify God, God will glorify us. See, I, 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 want, I want you to know, some of y'all to know, you got to quit sitting down on God because God been too good to you. See, if it hadn't been for God, where would you be tonight? Huh? Hallelujah. Well, I, I just want to say in, in the absence of our pre, uh, pastor tonight, the shepherd of this house, I give honor, I give glory to Pastor Justin and Pastor Annette. Amen. Because we have some dynamic teachers in Pastor Justin and Pastor Annette, and I just want to give God the glory and all the praise for bringing me here, you know, because we're sitting under, under some of the best teaching in the world. It is the word that gives life. I, I don't care what, what it else. It's the word. I would go to church and I would leave the same way I went. Until I got the word. I began to hear it. I began to hear that word. That word began to sink down on the inside. The word began to get into my heart. And I noticed something started happening on the inside. Something was working on the inside and it began to show up on the outside. See, when God changed you, you don't have to go tell nobody. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, something different about you. Am I the only one? It's something. When, when, when God changes you, people will know it. You ain't got to go tell nobody you saved. Amen. Glory to God. And so tonight, I've been given the privilege of speaking on tonight. I thank Pastor Justin for, for this. And, and, and I also want to give honor to the apostle of this house, my father in the gospel, Dr. Jerry Savelle and Ms. Carolyn Savelle. I thank you all. And I want to thank all of you all for coming out tonight. I thank all of those that are watching online tonight. I got family, friends, and sisters and things that are watching on tonight. And so I, I know that this is a God-ordained deal. When they looking, they're looking at me right now, and they was, they're probably saying, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, I, I mean, it's, it, it, it wasn't that long ago. But God. And so tonight, what I want to talk to you about is something that's very basic, something that's very simple. And that is the power of the tongue. How many of you know that your tongue is very powerful? You got to be careful of what you say. Good or bad. Whatever you say, that shall you also reap. That's, that's scripture. And you know, I didn't know that until I got over here into the word. I, I mean, I knew the word, but I, I just didn't study the word like that. I, I didn't. I, I would hear people say it often. Oh, he just reaping what he sowed. But they would say it in a negative way. 
You know, it never was in a positive way, always in a negative way. And, and so I, I never, you know, would watch what I say. And it wasn't until I got the word in me, then God began to move in my life. And God moving in your life, that's why you're here tonight. You chose to come tonight. You know, Pastor Justin been talking about uh, desiring God's word. Well, this is basically like it. He was all over my word on Sunday, and I'm like, man, this man preaching my word. I'm nudging my wife. He all on my message. He all on my message, you know. But thank God because we need the word. Amen. So with that being said, I want to say that, get into my message. You know, God created the earth. And everything around us has been created by words. In Genesis chapter 2, it says, The earth was without form, and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, and God said, light be, and light was. God said, and light was. Nine times in Genesis 1, the Bible says, and God said, and it was so. That let me know that there is power in our tongue. It's power in what we say. Words have creative power. You can speak words of fear, words of sickness. Words of fear is things like sickness, doubt, unbelief. But why not speak words of faith? Words of faith healing, deliverance. Huh? See, we, we say what God says. Amen. Some of you sitting here right now because you got a hold to this and you begin to speak the word of God and God changed your life. Some of y'all remember seeing me the last year walking in here on, on a walk and thing, but I kept speaking the word. I kept speaking, I'm healed, even though I didn't feel healed. I didn't look healed. And, 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 and so I just kept saying what God said. And if y'all didn't know me, you wouldn't even know it now. Amen. Why? Because God is a healer, y'all. He will heal your body. He will heal your finances. He'll heal your marriage. He'll heal your children. What do you need healing in? You got to speak what the word of God says. Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, how? By the word of God. I want to read that to you in the Amplified. Put the Amplified up there. Amplified says, By faith, we understand that the worlds, during the successive ages, were framed, fashioned, put in order and equipped for their intended purpose. Glory to God. By the word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. God created things out of word. Man, they take what God already got here and then they say, well, we invented. You ain't invented nothing. God took nothing. God took nothing and made something. Men trying to clone other animals and say, we made these animals, we made this, we made that. No, you didn't make anything. God made that. God took nothing and made something. Amen. Glory to God. And guess what? That same power... Is in your mouth. Are you releasing creative words? 
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 says, Therefore be imitators of God. We are to imitate God. Amen. Copy him and follow his example. As well beloved children imitate their father. If we would go in the Bible and see some of the things that God did, he said, imitate what God did. So while we're not imitating laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, why we're not imitating God by going and laying hands on the dead and seeing them raised up from the dead, you got that same ability, let it come out your mouth. Y'all stay with me now. We got that same ability. He gave it to all mankind, not just Smith Wigglesworth, amen, not just to Oral Roberts and these men. He gave it to all of us, but they operated in it at a higher level because they did what it take to get to where they was at. And we could do the same thing if we spend the quality time that they did, hello, with God, Amen. Genesis 1.26 said that, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. You are made in the image of God. You are made in the image and the likeness of God. That's who you are. And some of us, ladies and gentlemen, and, and believe me, this message is, is, is when, I, when I preach, I'm preaching to me. When I preach, I'm preaching to me. This word is is for me too. Not just for you, but but this word will help you if you will receive it. Because I'm not saying this. I'm giving you scripture. That's coming straight from heaven. Amen? We have to learn how to bridle the tongue. We have to learn how to bridle the tongue. And a man that can bridle his tongue, he can bridle his whole body. I believe if we learn how to bridle our tongue, that that we can walk in divine health. Amen. 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 If we learn how to bridle our tongue, we can walk around in divine health. Why? Why can we do that? Because that is the will of God. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and Be in health. God wants you to be healthy. Sickness is not of God. Amen. It's not of God. If we would get there, I said, Lord, if I could have got this one out. Oh, man, I'd be walking in this and I'd be doing that. But you know what? We didn't know. We were born into a sin-cursed world. We were born into sin. Didn't nobody have to teach you how to sin. You were born in it. Amen. Let's go to James chapter 1 verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Oh man, it's quiet up in here now. Ryan is quiet up in him. He said, be swift to hear. Quit talking so much. Vic Boom. I mean, this is for me too. Quit talking so much. Amen. He says, he says, and and be be slow. To speak, but quick to listen. Somebody talking, listen, hear what they're saying. You don't have to know everything. You know what really bothers me? I've been around, and I'm not using no name, but I used to ride with Dr. Savelle and all the guys. We used to do this earlier in. Man, we would get out on the roads. We we go all over everywhere, man. And we'd be on the road. 
And some of these guys, Dr. Savelle be trying to talk and tell us something. And, they, and yeah, I did. And I did. Man, shut up. You get around a man like this, you got to glean from him, pull from him, get everything that you can. You don't know everything. This man has been around the world and talked the gospel for years. I want to hear what he got to say. Be quiet. And we got some of those in the church right now. You come to church on Sunday, somebody sitting on Saturday, and all in the paper, and, 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 and God trying to say something to you. And then they, they, in their purse, getting something. And, and, oh, what did I happen? What happened to that? And next thing you know, you just missed what God had for you. Oh. Yeah. Y'all, 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 hey, hey. I'm, I'm telling you, this, this thing is no joke. It's, it's, it's laughable. The, the Amplified said this. Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to hear. A ready listener. Slow to speak. Slow to take offense. And slow to get angry. I ain't going back over that church. I, she shouldn't have said that about me. I don't know who she thinks she is. Uh, did you hear what he said? Quick to get offended. Where is the Christ in you? Where is the Christ in you? If everything upsets you, then you need to go back and ask, Lord, Lord, help me. Examine yourself. Man, y'all, I'm, it's going to get better. Y'all just stay with me. When somebody come with me with all that junk, I tell them, I'm not a garbage disposal. Take that junk somewhere else. I'm not a garbage disposal. I don't want to hear it. You got to learn how to just say, hey, look, I don't want to hear that. Amen. Proverbs 4.20 says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my saying. Lean into my saying. Lean into it. Hear, hear what I'm saying. Incline your ear to my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Them, God's words. Keep them, God's words, in the midst of your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, if we get this word in us, all of the stuff that's going around, it won't even matter. Because you don't have time for it. For they, God's words, are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. In other words, God's word is medicine to all your flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell y'all right now, I have been pain free. For over one year. Pain free. Why? Because I've been in this word. I've been speaking the word of God over my body. Pain free. I was just talking to my cousin today. And if you're watching, I'm going to tell the story. But we were just talking. He just had hip surgery. And he said, cuz. He said, man, I ain't had no pain. I ain't, I've been out of, I, no pain. I'm, I'm pain free. I said, well, praise God. No pain. Now, I know some of y'all say, well, you, you had to go to the doctor. Well, I think God give us doctors for that purpose. You know, and, and look, my faith may not be where Oral Roberts is in healing. My faith may not be where, where, where Smith Wigglesworth is. So my, I have to go to the doctor. And you too. But does that mean that you don't have faith because you go to a doctor? I don't think so. And if anybody says that, then they need to go back and examine themselves. Why did God make, give us doctors? Help me somebody. Why, why, why did Jesus have a doctor by the name of Luke? Luke was a physician. 
Come on, y'all. Y'all, now y'all got to see this. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Jesus said out of his own mouth, he that is well needeth not a physician, but he that is sick. I rest my case. That's what, is that in the book, y'all? We word people. We got to teach what the words say. Amen. Verse 23 says, for thy heart, keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. In other words, guard your heart. Guard your heart with what you say. And then he says, verse 24, put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips put forth from thee. In other words, a, a, a forward mouth is one that's uncontrollable. Uh, a disobedient mouth. You can't tell me what to say. This is my mouth. I say what I want to say. I'm grown. This is my mouth. I, you, I don't know who you think you is. I say I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. Well, then you're going to be sick. Huh? Come on, y'all. I'm talking about the tongue. Watch your mouth. If you get anything out of this message tonight, get this. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch what you say. Hallelujah. Verse 6 says, And the tongue is a fire. Hold on. I'm going to go to James chapter 3 first. James chapter 3. I'm sorry. And then verse 5. Read verse 5 first. It said, Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. The tongue is fire. Yes, it is. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, the tongue among our body. That it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire in hell. This tongue will set your course, the course of nature that God has already ordained for you. This tongue can change your course. God got got a course for you. But you start speaking other things beside the word of God, it'll change your course to hell. Amen. For every kind of beast and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, watch this, and hath been tamed of mankind. But, but, but the tongue can no man tame. That's God's word. I don't care what you say, you can't tame your tongue. No man, according to this. Contain the tongue. Ooh, y'all getting quiet. I like this now. Glory to God. Watch this. It is unruly. Evil. Full of deadly poison. Look at your neighbor and tell him, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. That thing is deadly. You better watch it. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 9 says, Therewith we bless God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Now, I like this, verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I, I want to I read this in the 
the, the Passion Translation. It really, it really says something, y'all. I mean, can I just teach a little bit? James 3, 5, the Passion Translation says, And so the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries great power. The tongue carries great power. Just think of how a small fire can set a huge forest ablaze. Just a spark can set a forest ablaze. And the, and the tongue is a fire. It can be compared to the sum total of wickedness and is the most dangerous part of our human body, the tongue. That's what, that's what the Bible says. The tongue is the most dangerous part of the human body. Tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. Woo, glory to God. Man, I, I tell you, this, this, this is something. It corrupts the entire body and is a hellish flame. It releases a fire that can burn throughout the course of human existence. Wow. Look, look we got people that are walking around holding on things that happened 30 years ago. What somebody said about them, they still walking around, won't let it go. Because I remember what he said and did to me back then 30 years ago. Because of what somebody said to them, they can't let it go. The tongue is a fire. Amen? I'm talking to somebody. We need to learn how to watch our mouth. The tongue is powerful. Amen? For every, verse 7, for every wild animal on earth, including birds, creeping reptiles, and creatures of the sea and land, have all been overpowered and tamed by humans. But the tongue, say the tongue, is not able to be tamed. It's a fickle, unrestrained evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. We use our tongue to praise God. Uh-oh, watch this. Our father, and then turn around and curse a person who was made in his very image. My God. Hallelujah. We get up in here and we praise God. He's our God. He's our God. And then turn around and curse your brother or sister. I didn't say this, y'all. That's what the word said. Watch your mouth. I'm talking to somebody. Come on, y'all. Woo. Mm. Verse 10 says, Out of the same mouth, we pour out words of praise, praise one minute and curses the next. My brothers and sisters, this should never be. Should never be. This should never be. God, the vocabulary. Dr. Savelle said, if you can't talk the word of God, your best investment should be in a roll of duct tape. If you can't talk the word, don't say nothing. Amen. Don't go around always looking for to talk about people and put people down because if you're doing that, what are you doing? I'm in the word. Y'all get mad. Pastor Justin will straighten this out when he gets back. <laughs> Glory to God. He, he, he sees it. Amen. I'm, I'm preaching straight from the word, am I? Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life. Come on, talk to me, church. Death and life is what? The power of the tongue. So we got to watch what we're saying. That include me. That in, I'm not excluded. I have, to ask, I have to ask God, help me. 
to be the man you called me to be, the man you created me to be, the father you created me to be. Because this old flesh want to wrap up and do what it want to do when it want to do it. Amen. I'm just being transparent. Some of y'all in there, well, praise the Lord. I just know that's right. You got to be transparent to overcome something. Amen. You're going to be living this life until you, till the Lord call you home. You can't, you know, you're going to be striving every day to be like him. Every day. We want to be like him. Pastor Justin been talking about desiring the word of God. It's not complicated, ladies and gentlemen. Just do what he say do. I'm going to tell you like Nike say, just do it. Nike say, just do it. I guarantee you if you just do it, your life will be a lot better. Amen? Hallelujah. Proverbs 18, 21 in the Good News translation says, what you say can preserve or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your words. Let me say that again. What you say can preserve life or destroy it. So you must accept your consequences, the consequences of your words. Better think about what you say. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you again, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Amen. The message translation says it like this. Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. You choose. Ooh, it's quiet up in him. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah. This, this is real, y'all. Pastor been talking about desiring the word of God. You got a, got, got a hunger and thirst for this word. And the Bible says, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. If you, that, that word filled means satisfied, Brother Danny. If you hunger and thirst after this word, Brother Danny, you're going to be satisfied. Oh, yeah, you, you'll be satisfied. I don't know about you, but I'm satisfied today. I'm satisfied. Is anybody else satisfied in here? Woo, glory to God. The, the, the New Living Translation says it this way. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk, watch this, will reap the consequences. Watch your mouth. <laughs> this, this, is, this is in the Bible, y'all. This is in the Bible. I know we want all that good stuff, make it all, yeah, shouting and dancing. and Yeah, but this is what we need. We need to eat on this, you know. We come to church and then uh, uh, our praise and worship team, man, they, they, they really get us pumped up, man. We praising God. We on fire and we ready to go. And then for, before you get out the door, you talking about your brother or sister. This ought not be so, ladies and gentlemen. Go with me to Matthew 12. Verse 37. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words you shall be condemned. By your words you shall be justified. That word justified is you, you shall be made righteous or just. I, I believe everyone in here is righteous. I know you are. And if you're not, we can, we can make sure that you be before we leave. We can make sure of that. 
can, can, it, I, I just like to thank everybody in here is saved. And I, I'm just going to assume that they all saved, Brother Flout. And, and if you say that you saved, then according to the scripture, then you are saved. You, you, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. According to Apostle Paul, chapter 5, verse 21, himself who knew no sin, talking about Jesus, somebody that didn't know about sin, someone that never sinned, was made to be sin. Why? So that you might be made the righteousness of God. You are as righteous right now as you will ever be. Doesn't matter what somebody say about you. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Then you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who you are. Y'all, I'm getting ready. I'm going to Africa in July. I'm, I'm getting ready to preach. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm getting ready. This is good. I, I ain't got to preach in a while, y'all. I, this is good. I, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm taking this all the way on the other side of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the word of God. God's word will set you free. It don't matter where you at. Amen. Listen. You are what God say that you are according to this word. You can do what the word of God say that you can do. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, you know how I tried that it did. Look. Do you believe the word of God? You say you're born again. Well, yeah, but I don't know. The Bible says that Philippians 4, 13 says, I can do all things. Come on, church. He said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. Y'all said you're born again. Ain't nothing you can't do. It's nothing that anyone is sitting in here cannot do. You know, you may not be able to do it in your own ability right now, but if you had the Holy Ghost to help you. Jesus went to the Father. He said, I'm going to send you another one, just like me. Another comforter. And he's going to help you. And, 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 and whatever you need, just call on him. He's going to help you. And you can ask him and he'll help you. Why? Because he's in you right now. Oh, man. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Eternal salvation is based on our words. How did you get saved? How did you get saved? With your words, you believed in your heart, according to Romans 10, 9. Help me, Lord. Amen. Go, go, go with me to Romans 10, 9. Let, let, let's look at it. Let's, let's look at this together. You know, if salvation is based on words, then you can get your healing the same way. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, amen, you shall be saved. In order to get saved, you have to say this. Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you raised him from the dead. And the Bible says, and you shall be saved. It's simple. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not complicated. We make things so complicated. Oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. It's not complicated. This is what the Bible tells us we have to do. That's it. You do that, you, you say. Believe it in your heart. Confess it with your mouth. Well, what about... Healing. You receive your healing the same way. What are you saying? Amen. You receive healing the same way. You can receive finances the same way. You got to say something. Huh? Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. And I want to show you how we as Christians can, can, can allow things to get to us. Y'all know the story of Job. I want to just read a little bit of that. Can we go to Job chapter 1? Let, let's just go there and, and, and read a little of this. And I'm going to just kind of skip through some of the verses, but I can tell it. And But I want you to see, you know, 
I want you to see the see it, you know, that word. Keep it before your eyes. I want it before your eyes. I want you to be able to see it. Job chapter one says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen, 500 she-asses and a very house, a very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men in the east. Verse 4. And his sons went and feasted in their house, everyone on his day, on his birthday. They, on their birthday, they went and partied. Okay, and sent and called for their three sisters and eat and to eat and to drink with them. Verse five. And so it was. Now this was Job, so he did this. So and so it was when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Job did this because he wanted to offer a sacrifice unto God just in case my, 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 my kids sin. I, I want to do this. Now, y'all stay with me. I'm not going to read all this. Uh, go, go to, skip down to verse 9. And you know the story how God was with the angels and, and, the, and Satan come walking by. He asked him, where you been? He said, to and fro the land, up and down, seeking whom I may devour. And then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for naught? In other words, do, 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 do Job fear God without a cause? He was saying, because you giving him all this stuff. That's why he fear you. Okay? And then, uh, let's skip down to verse 12. Can we put that up in the uh, New Living Translation? Verse 12. Now, th th this is what God told uh, Satan. He said, All right, you may test him, the Lord said to Satan. Do whatever you want with everything he possesses. But don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. Now, two chapters later, in, in, in Job 3.25, you can put that up. The Bible says that Job said, The thing that I so greatly feared has come upon me. Amen. Wow. And that which I was afraid of has come upon me. Satan couldn't touch Job. Watch this. And he cannot touch you until you speak words of fear. When you allow fear to come out of your mouth, then that opens the door for Satan to come in and touch you. When Job spoke those words, then that's when he got one messenger after another. Hey, uh, your, your camels, are, your, the Sanhedrin came and took all your animals. Your sons are dead and fire came down and killed this and did that. It wasn't until he spoke fear that Satan couldn't touch him. He couldn't. As long as he didn't fear, speak fear, Satan couldn't touch him. If you do not allow fear to come out of your mouth, he can't touch you. He can't touch your possession. He can't touch your money. He can't touch your body. He can't touch your children. He can't touch your business. He can't touch you. But it's when you speak fear that open the door for him to come in. Hallelujah. But you know, God is a good God. If you go to the last chapter of Job, Job chapter 42, verse 10. Go, go with me there. 
It says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job. When he, Job, prayed for his friends, also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. It was when he prayed for his friends. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to start praying for our friends to turn our captivity. If you want to be blessed, then you pray for your friends. Job, friends, they, they, oh no, I, I know you had to do something. You, uh-uh, no, you did something. I don't know what it is. And God got mad at them. Say, no, you, 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 you looking at me the wrong way. And told him to go and make a sacrifice to him. And Job going to pray for you. Now I turn to captivity. You better be, be careful who you put your mouth on. Watch your mouth. Amen. Y'all see it in the scripture. This is the word that I'm talking about. God got angry with Job's friends. Say, we know you, you had to do something. You, 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 so often you, you have encouraged and built people up and, and now it's on you. Now, now look how you acting. Got people today say, oh, you know, he going through this. I, I know he had to do something. Better be careful. Y'all see it in the word. Watch your mouth. Amen. Romans 12, 2. Can we go there? I'm going to hurry up and speed up. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That you, not your spouse, not your pastor, you prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You can't say something good and perfect about somebody. Don't say nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your mouth shut. We in the book, y'all. We sitting up under some of the best teaching it is. And, 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 and it's not hard. James says in James 1 chapter uh, uh, James 1 22, I believe it is. Be what? Be doers of the word. And not what? Hearers only. It's not complicated, ladies and gentlemen. Do what the word say. That's it. Just do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Proverbs 6 and 2 says, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. That word snared means trapped or caught to catch. You, 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 you snared by what you're saying. We got to be careful. If we can't talk God's word, best thing to do is not say anything. The Amplified Classic says it this way. Can you put that up there? It says, you are snared with the words of your lips. You are caught by the speech of your mouth. Mm, mm, mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man, I just saw you over there. That's my good friend over there. I met him Sunday night at our Thrive meeting. That's Bobby. Yeah, hallelujah. Thank you, man. Amen. He told me he'll be here tonight, and there he is. He's here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to have a hunger for this word. You got a hunger for it. You hunger after you will get it. Amen. Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day. Say this day. day. Against you that I have set before you life and death, 
blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. God tells us, look, I've said blessing and curses in front of you. Life and death. Then God say, now choose life. Tell you what to do. Choose life. Choose life. Amen. The New Living Translation says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. I want If y'all don't get nothing, I want y'all to leave here tonight remembering what I said, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. When you get ready to say something, you say, mm, wait, wait, uh-uh. Let me, let me think about it. No, that, that don't line up with the word of God. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. Come on. It's something so basic and so simple, but we do it. We say things that don't line up all the time with the word of God. The message translation say, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I place before you life and death, blessing and curses, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your children will live. So that you and your children will live. That is the will of God for your life. Amen. If you constantly under attack, one attack after another, it's not of God. Apostle, I mean, uh, uh, St. John, he said that, that, that the thief, Satan, in 10, John 10, 10, Satan come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But he can't do it until you open the door by speaking words of fear. We have to speak faith-filled words. Faith-filled words. We don't speak words of, of fear. No. Hallelujah. What about the woman with the issue of blood? What about her? For she said. Let, let's go there. Let's go to Mark chapter twenty, chapter 5, verse 22. I'm just doing a little teaching tonight and, you know, but, but I, I want y'all to see about the tongue. It's, it's, it's so unruly. The Bible says it's unruly and it's deadly and full of poison. Mark chapter 5, verse 22. And behold, there come one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he, was, when he saw him, he fell at his feet fell at the feet of Jesus and besought him greatly saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her. Watch this, that she may be healed and she shall live. He said it. That was his confession. If you come and lay your hands on my little daughter, she'll be healed and she'll live. Amen. Verse 24, and when and Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him, and a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard, uh oh, when she heard of Jesus. She came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. For she said, what are you saying about your condition? If you got sickness in your body right now, what are you saying? For me, I'm saying I'm healed. 
I'm whole. That's what I'm saying. That's my confession. You don't have to be healed in order to say what God said. You know, you, you speak the words, what God said, and then, you know, you, you believe that you're going to receive the manifestation. Well, why should I say that and I'm really not healed? Why? Because God said that he calleth, help me, y'all, he calleth those things that be not as though they were. A lot of y'all saw me in here coming up for prayer, walking on that walker. And all my way up here, I'm healed. Lord, I thank you. I am healed. I'm healed. Just, just saying it under my breath. You may not have heard me, but that's what I was doing. Saying it. I was walking and saying, I'm strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. Look at me now. Look at me now. I said, look at me now. See? This word works, y'all. It works. Glory to God. And, and, and I'm going to give God praise for it. I don't care what nobody say or think, oh, he's just bragging and boasting. I am on God. I am on God because I know him as a healer. I know him as a deliverer. That's who I know him as. I know him as my provider. That's who I know him as. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it said, verse 29, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. You know when you got healed. She knew immediately when she was healed. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Who touched me? Because power left out of me. And his disciples said, Master, what do you mean who touched you? All these people that are thronging you and you say, who touched me? Jesus said, no, this, this is a touch of power. I like uh, the one translation said, no, something Somebody touched me. Who was it? They put a demand on my ability. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 31, and his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude strong in thee and says, thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Now let's stop right there. This woman, according to Levitical law, could have gotten stoned for being out in the public because she wasn't supposed to be out there. And the one that could have given the order or the decree to stone her was the one who she interrupted, Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue. He could have gave the order to have her stoned. And, and she fell at Jesus' feet and told him all that had happened. And he said unto her, Daughter, your faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And while he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? And soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto her, unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. Hallelujah. Words have the ability to carry power, ladies and gentlemen. Watch what you say. Mark eleven twenty three. He says, that you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you doubt not, but believe in your heart those things which you say, you shall have what you say. Amen? Faith-filled words will dominate the laws of death. 
In Job 11, 43, Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus come up out of that grave in, glow, in grave clothes. At the word, Jesus spoke. Boom. And something happened. Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Jesus rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Boom. Mark 4, 39, Jesus I mean, uh, Matthew 14, 29, Jesus said to Peter, come. And he stepped out the boat and began to walk on the water. You have that same ability. Your words are creative power. What are you speaking? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all get anything out of this tonight? If y'all leave here tonight, you don't remember nothing else I said. Just remember, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank y'all. I, I thank God for this opportunity. You know, this word right here, it, it, it's for all of us. It's not just for you. It's for everybody in the house. Those that are watching on the way of internet, on, on, on live stream, it's for all of us. You know, Satan will do things to try to hinder us, get us to say things. I remember I used to say, I was on my, my job for 20 years, the last one I had. I was on the 20 years and I was in management. But I used to say, before I got a hold of this word, I can't never get a good job. I always get these jobs. And, and, and guess what? I never got a good job until I got a hold of the word of God. And then God turned that thing. It's real, y'all. God bless you. Thank you.